that look like? What does that look like? And even in this new space, and even as I was asking God, he reminded me of, I am still this fantastic speaker. I'm still an amazing poet. I still can make an impact with people. And I'm still doing what he has called me to do by sharing my story and delivering messages that he's given me so that way I can share with other people. I'm still doing that. So why would I have the audacity to not only question myself, but question him in that moment? Happy hello, 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 and good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, I don't know what that was, but welcome to another episode of your Heard It Here podcast with me, BTC Heard. I'm super excited to be with you guys here today, but yes, if you can see on YouTube, honey is slayed, okay? But this right here, honey, not only is it just fine and slaying and gorgeous and she's giving a whole ombre mood it's also easier on my arms and also to just on me being able to get dressed because I have not been really sharing as much but it is a whole ordeal to be able to get up in the morning and get dressed and be on time places it's taking me like an extra I want to say sometimes 45 minutes to an hour and a half just to be able to get up and leave the house um physically so yes this is not only is she just amazing and you know on break for the gods it's just easier but that's not what i want to talk about with you guys today even though i was having a whole moment of feeling myself and if you don't do that very often you should just saying you definitely should i want to talk to you about how god set me up and i'm going to get more into why I chose that title for today and why I chose to um, label this episode that way. But God truly set me up. But it's not what you guys think because sometimes when you guys think about a setup, you think about, uh, I want to say like set it off, maybe set it off or just how somebody tried to rip you off. It's nothing of the nature of that sort. Within the past, I want to say two months, on really putting my all and my energy into my craft and getting better and what it is I want to do as a business owner and entrepreneur of how I want to get better. Um, I thought I knew a whole lot of stuff about myself and I'll put it this way. The people that God has placed in my life, we had a heart to heart conversation and they called BS on me because I wasn't being as true to myself. I let something get in the way of me continuing doing what I need to do and my momentum I was making. So a few weeks ago, I had a speaking engagement in Baltimore. Besides the fact that I was giving the wrong address three times um, on my way to the speaking engagement, I was just beyond flustered about a lot of different things. It was just too much going on. Um, I was aiming to be there on time. Traffic, like I just told you guys, the ordeal of getting dressed. So it was really flustered because, to be very honest, I thought I knew what I was going in to say. I thought I felt really confident about what was going on. And by the time I got to this, the place where I was supposed to be speaking, the students, they had our head, they were going to lunch and we had to reschedule. So I decided to stay um, so that way I could still have a chance to speak. Well, when the students got back from lunch, 
Um, I don't think that they really understood what I was doing there because they expected me earlier, which is my fault and a whole bunch of other things and stuff like that. But we are going to talk about that part because we can't control that part. But I go into this poem. This is how I know growth has happened is because as I'm into this poem of my opening, like my opener, there are people on their phones talking, still playing pool over top of me. And I told you guys about that last time where I was distracted and a whole bunch of stuff was going on, how I yelled back at the audience, but I knew I couldn't do that there. But also too, I just kept going. I knew that was going to let that bother me. So as I'm standing up there speaking and then afterwards, I'm getting crooked, crickets. I'm going into what I'm talking about. I'm trying to connect with them. I heard that um, the other people who went before me speaking and it just kind of like felt like they were speaking at them and I didn't want to speak at people. I don't like doing that. So I wanted to have like an open conversation type of thing. And this was me also too trying something new because it's not the fact that I haven't trained before. It's not the fact that I haven't given trainings before. I've been a certified trainer with Landry's. I have built training manuals from scratch. I know how to conduct trainings that I've been doing in the hospitality industry for about 15 years. But this was something totally different where I didn't, I couldn't rely on like my handouts. I couldn't rely on like the screen behind me because I do understand that people learn in different formats, but I didn't have any of those things with me. So all I did was set up just my camera, but it was it did not go well. <laughs> I mean, I connected with a few students um, afterwards and during that were like giving me like something at least to play with. But this was my, I want to say third or fourth time speaking on a stage or in a style that was not performance poetry where or in a workshop kind of style of my own doing that I prepared and things of that nature. And at the end of it, although I did connect with, you know, the administrator and like the principal and things of that nature, that night I got really sick. I had a really bad allergic reaction, but I also was having a moment of what was me. Like, I was just like, can I really do this? Can I not really do this? Like, what is going on with me? Like, Obviously, I'm not making the impact that I thought I could make. Like, this just didn't go well. I was having a whole, basically, everyone knows that sometimes you are your worst enemy. And like I talked about in my previous episode, the voice of my ex sometimes has become the negative voice inside my head. And I was having a conversation with myself that Thursday. So even when I got on my entrepreneurs calls with the Winter Circle, because you guys know that I am always, always, always throwing out my coaches and my mentor's name of Backpack Jeff. So we're on the Winter Circle call. And I'm like, yeah, this, I said a half bomb because I felt like I wasn't really connecting with the students. I wasn't connecting with them in the way that I wanted to. And in the episode that you'll see, with my um colleagues, one of my favorite colleagues, uh Lonatic, um, who's a great fabulous poet. We talk about um mental health and needing sometimes medication. So I just got prescribed a new my new anxiety medication. Well, the dosage was way too high. So I took it that night to try and calm down the voices because I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that sometime that I don't need that extra help. Um, I do because it's been quite the storm that I've been dealing with for almost the past two months at this point. And my mental health has not been the great, has not been the greatest, although it may not always look like it when I'm doing these interviews, I'm doing this. It, it It's not always the greatest. So I made the decision 
to go back on medication to help me be able to not only stay focused, but it's hard to try to explain to someone what it's like dealing with chronic pain every single day of your life with things that are out of your control. How do you adjust with this pain by knowing that you can't keep up the way that you could keep up with yourself years ago? And I'm guessing that's just a part of aging, but I feel like sometimes when I even explain that to some of the people who are older than me, it's like, oh, well, girl, you're young. You're young. It's okay. You got time. Well, you're young. You shouldn't be saying this. You shouldn't be saying this. And I'm just like, yes, I'm young, but no one really understands. No one understands what it's like or my journey getting injured back to back for things that have not been my fault and trying to deal with the residual consequences that it's done on my body. So when I say it's not me complaining, although I can say that sometimes I am just complaining, but the complaints are real. Like my pain is real. So not a lot of people understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur and trying to keep up with getting everything done and keep up with this momentum that I used to could do. And I I just, I'm not there anymore. And my body's changing. And even as a 31 year old woman, I'm learning what it is to age because aging is real. Yes, I'm still young and everybody still ha- and has time. I think Jeff said it once on one of our classes, but he's like, yeah, everybody tell you you're young, you're young, you got time, you got time, but time really is fleeting and time is passing us by. Like, I feel like I woke up one day and I was just in my thirties and nothing was what I thought it was supposed to be. And I just was like 18 years old. I had just graduated Oxford Hill High School and just the world was my oyster. And now it's something completely different. So now we're trying to figure out how do we move in this space? How do we adjust? Going back to that night where I had took um, the medication, like I said, the dosage was way too high. I just felt like I was not, I was in such a zombie state. That's what I can. That's another way, best way of describing it is. I felt like I was in a zombie state. I wasn't in control of my movements. It was like I was watching myself, like you know, move and do physical therapy and um, like interact and talk with people, but I really wasn't in control of what I was doing. And that has to be something that can be said because people that do need, whether it be an antidepressant or things to help with your anxiety or whatever medication it is that you need, like there are side effects. And for that moment, that side effect was not the greatest for me. I had a bad allergic reaction. Um, So I want to say it took me about four complete days before I was myself. Like I thought I was trying to sleep it off. I was watching Modern Family and all I could think of was I have so much to do, so much to do, but I was in so much pain. I had the intense migraine. Of course, the reaction wasn't the greatest. I had to go to the hospital. It was just a whole lot going on with that. But moving forward, once I got out of it by that Sunday, because this happened on Tuesday, by that Sunday, I don't know what it was about that morning that God said, 
I want you to go to church this morning. Though you, some mornings, I know like you really can't make it, but if you can pull whatever strength you have together right now, I want you to go to church. You don't have to do a whole face of makeup. Um, You don't have to put on like really coordinated outfits like you would want to, but the most important thing for you to do right now is to meet me at church. So I go to Fort Foot Baptist in Fort Washington, Maryland with um, our fantastic, super phenomenal pastor, Reverend Dr. Joseph Lyles. And uh, that morning he wasn't speaking. So as I'm sitting in church, um, of course, I'm still using faith right now, but moments where I'm in intense pain, I, I use faith because my leg sometimes still just gives out. But I'm sitting there, even though I'm in pain, I'm listening to um, the guest speaker. And as I'm listening to the guest speaker, I'm watching her. And she was talking about how the fact that she lost her document, which was her speech, which is very similar to what happened to me on Tuesday of me not having, like I said, my presentation or my handouts or whatever the case may be. And just kind of going with the flow and just doing what it is to do that God has called us to do, which is still share our story and walk in our purpose. And as I'm watching her, I'm like, oh, that just happened to me. But she still is rocking it. Like she's still speaking. She's still telling her story. She's still talking about what God has called her to do. She is still going with the floor, going with the flow and not fretting. Like if she can do that, I most certainly can. We're going to fast forward to after church. I'm talking with people. I say hi to pastor. I'm saying hi to some of the other church members that I enjoy and I love. And even some of the other members that I didn't know are starting to come up to me. It was just like, but the first thing he asked me was just like, so your poetry, right? Even though you got that, you can still do that, right? Because I just love hearing you speak. I love hearing your poems. I love watching you speak. Some other folks were just like, I love listening to your podcast now. I see you posting the things you post on Facebook and Instagram and your content is so funny. Like I love the moments, the things you're making. And all I'm hearing is I love, love, love this. You do this well. You're this well. You're this well, this well. And like, again, to quote, my fabulous coach. This just ain't no flex. I'm sharing some things that's working out. This is not a moment just to brag on myself about, oh, how much people love me, which I'm happy that you do because I love you right back. But this was a moment where I needed it and God knew that was what I needed because what I learned in that moment was just because I had a really bad speaking engagement and it didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go and I didn't make the impact like I normally would or I didn't get all the snaps and the claps like I would when when I'm performing my poetry, I still made an impact on people and there's nothing that whenever they heard me speak, whenever it was a moment where they heard me speak, whenever it was a moment where they watched me on a stage, whenever it was a moment that they saw me or connected with me or talked or spoke with me or talked with me, whatever it is that they saw on my Instagram, my YouTube, my Facebook page, I'm still making an impact, which is all I've ever asked to do. Use my gifts that God has given me 
so that way I know how to move forward so that way I can connect with somebody else so that way I can share my story so that way other people don't have to deal with all the crap that I've dealt with and not make the same mistakes but also know that God is faithful so the only thing I could think about leaving church that Sunday going and like talking with my mom and then getting ready to spend time with my aunts and my family was Lord you set me up you knew what you was doing. You set me up this week. You knew that I was having a moment doubting you where I was questioning my ability to do things, where I was questioning whether I'm actually cut out for this, where I'm actually sitting here asking, God, why have you chosen me? Why me? I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I don't want to do this right now. I All I right now is I want to sleep. I want to escape. And to be very honest with y'all, It's been a while since I've talked to my therapist. And although I'm still keeping my therapy uh, journal that I use to talk about some of the stuff that I'm feeling, I'm probably not talking about the stuff that I should be talking about, but I'm at least putting some things in there about what I'm feeling, what I'm going through in the moment. But I'm not actually, I wasn't completely being honest with myself about everything that I was feeling and all I was doing was trying to escape all the fe- the bad feelings I was having. I was just trying to have the voices in my head that was telling me that I can't do this to stop. All I needed to do was lean out on God a little bit more. I need to trust him more because it's not that I haven't trusted him or I don't trust him and that I don't know how wonderful And amazingly, that how he showed up right on time when I needed him is not the fact that I haven't called his name in a while and haven't prayed these prayed these prayers. I haven't read the word like I should have been, but I'm getting better with it. I'm trying to get a new routine that works for me in the morning, so I make sure I start with him. But even before I pull off, I start with Lord. Can you please keep me safe? Let me get things I need to accomplish today. Let me get here and back. And, you know, help Miss DeVille out because, you know, she needs some work on her and all these other things. But Lord, let just give me the clarity I need to figure out what it is I need to do next. So that week I was feeling down on myself and feeling low and doubting myself. He showed me that all of my fear of not being able to make the impact that I want to make or to be able to connect with people the way that I want to, I have still done that. And just because I bombed this one time does not take away from all the other great progress that I've made or all the other great things that I've done through his word, through his gifts that he's given me that I could be able to connect with people. I'm going to tell you how, again, how he set me up is not only have he's provided me great people in my life, but by connecting me with the mentor that he has, I had to, I got the chance to make some great connections at a gala, even with faith. Even if you feel bad, you are not going to look bad as well. We are not doing the d- double negatives over here. You can do one or the other, but sometimes whatever strength that you have, you don't have to look as bad as you feel. Now. My boyfriend does not always agree with that, but he's also concerned because y'all, I don't know how to sit down sometimes and not go full throttle because when I want something, when I do something, I'm all in and you can't tell me, I, I can't be stopped. Like right now, I can't be stopped. 
So for him, he's like, well, you, you actually don't need all that makeup and stuff like that. And be, to his surprise, like, I don't have on any makeup today. I mean, besides some lip gloss, because we're not about to have some ashy white lips, lips out here. But I have no makeup on today. I feel comfortable. I feel great. I look great. And I mean, I know that, but it's just for me, I like doing my makeup. It's a part of everyone else says meditate, meditate. I ha- I do meditate after being a really quiet place or like right by the beach. But my makeup time is like my meditation time. And I really enjoy it from being able to talk with them, even still with faith right up under my arm. Because let me tell you, that day I was not feeling well at all. But I still went, I still did everything that I could do from a seat, because that's all I was doing was from a seat, talking to people, making those connections, being there with my mentor, watching her work her magic, because we all know that things happen. And my mentor is Divya Gupta, by the way, of Grits Consulting. She is the CEO, president and CEO of her own consulting firm. And it was just, I was in awe because in that moment, I'm like, as I'm leaving, um, and of course I call James on my way home and I'm talking to him about all the great things that's happening and he's proud of me. He's happy for me. And I started crying just because I was just so happy at the fact that I was in that room that I am now elevating myself and, and I'm thankful for the people that he's put in my life where I get to be in these rooms to make these connections. And I felt more confident than ever because one thing that I write about, I wrote about in my therapy journal was I didn't know how hard it would be to say goodbye to my old name and how connected I was to it. Um, I didn't have the knowledge of trademark and things of that na- nature that we talked about before the app TikTok came out. I was going by TikTok, you don't stop, because I was inspired by um, Slick Rick's song, Lottie Dottie, we like parts, you know, TikTok, you don't stop. So how hard it was to say goodbye to that, because I got all the umbrellas of what that brand meant and what that and what TikTok meant to people and what TikTok, you don't stop, what she, what she represented with me and how I was representing her. But when I had to go to TC Hurt, which of course was my name, but it's like I had always kept those two things separate. I always kept Talia and TikTok separate, but now everything is under one umbrella. It's all TC Hurt now. But what is TC Hurt about? Because TC Hurt is gaining traction. TC is getting is more about her business. She's this full-fledged entrepreneur. She's this this business woman. She's not just a businesswoman. Y'all know how Jay-Z says, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. I'm not just a business. I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a business woman. So what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that look like? And even this new space. And even as I was asking God, he reminded me of, I am still this fantastic speaker. I'm still an amazing poet. I still can make an impact with people. And I'm still doing what he has called me to do by sharing my story and delivering messages that he's given me so that way I can share with other people. I'm still doing that. So why would I have the audacity to not only question myself, but question him in that moment? Sometimes we have to sit back and really take a good look and reflect. 
about what it is that we're doing, what it is that we're thinking, what are we feeding not only into our actual mouths physically, but what are we feeding into ourselves spiritually? End of each session with my therapist, she asked me the same question at the end of each session because I'm a giver. I overdo it sometimes. I overgive. And I, I'm sometimes, even when I'm bone dry, tired, I pour from an empty cup. And if there's anything that I have learned, it is that you have to pour into yourself first. And she said, how do you take care of yourself? And what I realized what I was doing was I was escaping. I was escaping my feelings. And that's what I was doing to take care of myself. I was, when I go home, that's the reason why it's so hard for me to try and get work done at home. Even though I do the best when the days where I really can't do it, I will sit on my heating pad. I will play South Park or something that I know I can just have normal background noise with versus playing like a show I really, really want to watch because I haven't seen all of it yet. But I'll play like a Disney movie that I love and I can just sing along in this background noise or I'll play South Park and I'll just get my work done live from my bed and my heating pad, honey. I will try to find a way to get it done. But I, what I noticed I was doing was the days where I was doubting myself and I was like, I know I have a whole lot to I have a whole lot on my to-do list. I have this, I have this, I have this. And I just couldn't find or muster up not only the courage, but just I don't want to say it wasn't willingness because I am resilient. I do have the willingness to move forward, to progress my brand and, and to go forward. But I think, I don't know what, I, only thing I can really muster it up to was it was a moment in my mental health where it was just like, I feel so overwhelmed and I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where my brain is going. And they don't always give you a complete play by play on this thing. And when I was still trying to get clarity, I did um, Dr. Cheryl Woods, her three-day masterclass, and finally having the clarity of when she said, who is your target audience? And she said, your target audience is a former version of yourself. And I'm like, why did I think of that? Why didn't I know that? I'm sitting here trying to build a whole avatar and everything like that. And then when she also said, and she told me, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and that's perfectly okay. And I was just like, damn why did I think about that either? Why didn't I just accept that either? Because I think another part of that whole week where I was just like, okay, you know what? I want everyone's like me. I want this whole be thing. But I realized that I'm just not going to be everybody's cup of tea. This is, yes, I am very open-minded. I love everyone. Um, I want everybody to it just be like this real big Disney bubble type of thing. But the world is not like that. The reality is that everybody's not going to like you. And that's okay. I have, I have I realized I had a problem with not everybody liking me because I'm pretty freaking awesome. Like, I'm pretty chill until you mess with me, until we just don't get along no more. But I'm pretty cool. I think so. I like me. I like me. Me. Not only is she fine, she'd be given moments. And that RuPaul's Drag Race has told me how to read, honey, as, oh, as well as The Real Housewives. And I love my reality TV. But I also realized that 
I have to start pouring back into me. By pouring back into me, I have more to give to other people. But as God has also shown me, I would have more to give back to him. That's some hard lessons, man, I'm telling you. And I want also too that, I don't know what it is about us now that we just have this pissing contest of who has it worse. And I know that there are people right now who have it way worse than I do that are not in, that are in like situations that are just not great for them. But that doesn't discount the pain that I'm feeling just because the next person next to me may be going through a rougher situation doesn't mean that I'm less grateful for what's going on in my life. It just means that I still have feelings. My feelings are valid and I'm allowed to feel these things, but whatever pain, whether it be mentally, emotionally, or physically, it's still valid. It's not the fact that, oh, we have it. Oh, well, I, I'm just going to suck up my pain and I'm just not going to deal with it or I'm not going to address it just because this next person is dealing with something worse. No, I can still have empathy and sympathy for this next person who has it worse for me, but I can also reserve a lot of that empathy for myself and give myself some grace to allow myself to have my moment, to feel my moment, to not escape my pain because that's what I was doing. I was escaping my pain. I was letting things pile up. I was getting overwhelmed. and. When I had this honest heart to heart with my man and him saying, like, if this is not something that you have that you think that you want to do or you or that it's a firm yes by X and X date, then you need to move on to something else and figure it out. And when that weekend came where I showed up to church and people and God showed me that I still was I still make an impact. I still can do these things that I've been doubting myself about the fact that. I was so afraid of moving forward and I was playing with my own potential that I just stopped, even though I know it was something that I wanted. The other day I drove, um, and I was driving the other day I was driving in Northeast and uh, I passed the old apartment complex that my aunt and grandmother and I used to live in with my niece. Then I just wanted to take another drive down through like past Brooklyn station on that other part of Michigan Avenue uh, where the old house um, that we used to live in on um, Michigan Avenue, where I would sometimes just go out, which was dangerous as hell. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, I, I know I told you guys about how um, I learned the Metro by skipping school, but I, when I drove past the house, I looked at like, I will say if it was like the awning or the roof of the porch like, or something, but I were also like not only the front porch, but I remember my room was to the backyard and I would go outside the window and just sit like on that awning out like before by the backyard. And I'm just like, bitch, you did some reckless things. You did some reckless things. Oh my gosh, were you reckless? But as I was driving past that house and I just parked in front of it, not like a creeper, but I parked in front of it and I thought about the girl I was at that time of my life. I thought about what my dreams were. And I really tried to go back into my memory bank of what was it that I wanted at that time of my life. And I realized that one, I just wanted to escape all the feelings that was happening. All of the 
intense feelings that I just couldn't shake. I wanted to escape the fact that I wasn't getting the attention from my parents that I wanted, from my mom or, for, or from my father at the time, or the acknowledgement. And I want to talk about the fact that um, even with my mom, my mom has been amazing. We fuss and I don't know what it is with our communication style that we always don't, I, I think we don't necessarily hear each other, like actually hear what the other is saying. And I can also say that on my part too, it's just because I want her to understand that I'm not blaming her. I'm not telling her that, oh my God, you did this wrong. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. But I realized that that's her own emotional response to whatever she's got going on. She has to figure it out for herself. As much as I want to solve it for for her and I want to fix it for her, I can't. But it's like, I want you to hear me that it's not the fact that you weren't giving everything that you could at the time. You were doing the best that you could. But what I needed emotionally from you, I was not getting. And sometimes it's hard to get that from you now, but I realized and I can recognize now as a grown woman that you show up in the ways that you can show love with what you can at the moment, your emotional capacity is able to do. So she, that whole, that same, the following weekend where um, I was with my mentor and she was, uh, I got into those spaces. There was another opportunity I would not have without my mentor Divya by connecting me with story tapestries where we did the mocktail bar for their um, Elevate Voices community event. And my mom was my assistant. And my mom ended up falling out of a chair and getting hurt, which I felt extremely guilty about because I'm just like, bruh, we both sitting here handicapped and broken up. I'm on faith. I have to sit. I can't stand and do all these other things. And she's doing all this stuff for me with the fact that she works every single day. But she's here for me showing up, being my assistant with, because she knows that I can't, I'm on these restrictions, but she's doing all of this grunt work for me. This is how she shows love. It's by she shows up and she supports. So although it may not be what I want or how I want it, she's still doing what she can for me by showing how much she loves me and she supports me. And by doing this all, not just for me, but for my business so that way I can excel. And she connected with a whole lot of people. There are a few things that we had to talk about uh, with how we approach people. But other than that, she was amazing. So as I sat in front of that house and I thought about, okay, I didn't get that that time, but I'm getting it now. Okay. All I wanted that time is what I thought was going to be a successful marine biologist, but we know how science and me work. That science, that math, and that pan out. But I'm successful in a way that I could never have imagined at that point in my life when I used to just sit outside, listen to my rock music and having my emo moments and just trying to figure it out. But now I'm in a space where it's unknown. I don't know what's going to happen next. Only God knows that. I don't know. Ah, Sorry. I don't know what other spaces he's going to put me in, but I'm going to do my darnest to figure it out and make sure I'm following what where he's leading me and listening to what he's trying to tell me. I don't know what's to come next, but I'm really excited to see. And I'm so happy that I failed that Tuesday. 
because it showed me how much I needed to work on and what I needed to address what I was feeling. It showed me that I can't escape what I'm feeling. I have to deal with it. Let me have my moment. Give me my 20 minutes, maybe even if it sometimes takes a day, let me watch my modern family or whatever Disney movie or whatever movie it is. I got to get it together, but let me process what's happening to me. Let me not just kind of stuff it down and just focus more on my to-do list because they're honey running three Instagram pages, TC Heard Industries and trying to get all this stuff together, write speeches and my programming and doing all these things. All those things are still going to be there. Yes. All these things is happening there. Yes. I can still listen to my audibles to try to get better. I'm listening to my podcasts, other podcasts to see how I can get better. I'm learning more in Canva. I'm taking these tutorials. I'm doing so many things that I'm not sitting back and giving myself grace to process the moments when I feel down on myself. But what happens is some people may say it differently, but for those who who actually have mental health disorders and deal with and have chronic depression and chronic pain on top of that, which sometimes triggers even more your depression and anxiety, those of us who have these things going on, I don't think that the answer is like no negative thoughts whatsoever. I don't think that's the answer because what I can say is, at least for me and my experience is, when you do start to experience those negative thoughts, I try to not go down the rabbit hole, which is what I normally do, because that's where my anxiety takes me. And that's what my anxiety does. But one, just process that. Cry it out. Write it out. Yell it out. Paint it out. Do whatever it is I need to do to process it. But the next step is not allowing myself to wallow and stay in that. No, keeping my eye on the prize, keeping my eye on what it is I'm doing to get to the next level, reminding myself of the whys, the why am I doing this? Okay, why am I actually doing this podcast? One, I want to get better at speaking. I want to elevate. I want to have more content because that's what I need for my business. I want to also to just get better at it. I want that's why we're moving to posting every single Thursday now. Because why? I need to step my game up with this. And after one, having that honest conversation and calling BS on it because I was BSing myself, no. I'm capable of it. I'm capable of sharing my story in a different sense. I'm capable of having these conversations because even when I'm by myself, which I know a lot of people don't uh, really take seriously, but I am an introvert. I really am an introvert. <laughs> a lot of people don't believe that when they meet me, but if I the vibe is right and I can and I feel that great energy from you, I'm going to open up. But I can have these great conversations with everybody else. Sis, you just need to record it. Even if you're just talking to yourself. Yeah, so you got to record it. You got to do this. You have to just exude that vibrant energy. And you one, the main thing over everything, the most important fact is be yourself. Be Talea. TC and Talea are the exact same person. Be her. Be yourself. If you're not feeling something in that moment, just don't say it with your face, which we're working on, because I know y'all know my facial expressions, my facial expressions are intent. But what we're going to do is we're going to move forward. What we're going to do is we're not going to escape this anymore. And that's what, oh, y'all don't know my next, that my next meeting with my therapist. I can't wait. Cannot wait. I'm going to see her this week. I can't wait. But I'm going to talk to her about the fact that 
what I was doing to take care of myself, I was still escaping deep feelings I was having by deep feelings that were happening because of triggers I was dealing with with past trauma were happening. I was just using it to escape, but I still wasn't really doing dealing with it. I was hiding behind my to-do list. I was hiding behind letting things pile up. And I was hiding behind the fact that I was just too scared to truly bet on myself. I was. But now that God has shown me, I am capable of doing everything that he has put before me. Put, put. I am capable of doing everything that he has set in front of me. I am capable of making the my wildest dreams, every single dream that I dream about the future come true. I am capable of making that a reality. And now that I am saying bye-bye to that fear, there is nothing stopping me. Not faith. When I mean faith, I mean my crutch not my crutch, not my chronic pain, not these injuries, not people wishing ill upon me because I am anointed, honey, by one of God's. I am one of God's finest, okay? I have been blessed by the blood of Jesus and I'm going to continue to do me, get where I need to get, learn from my mistakes. Even if I fail, I'm going to pick myself up again, just analyze what it was I did wrong, what can we do better, and I'm going to come back stronger. Because then I have to think about where, well, I'm just saying, God, why me? Why not me? Why can't I be the one that he has chosen to do what it is that he's called me to do? Let's ask that question. Instead of just saying, God, why me? I know you want me to do this, but I don't feel like it. Not only do I not feel like it, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can be in these spaces that you're putting me in and not excel because we know I don't like failing. I don't like making mistakes, but I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes. And guess what? It's okay. We can't continue to hold on to what happened in the past and punish ourselves for it today because guess what? God has already forgiven us for it. We need to learn how to forgive ourselves, pick ourselves up, focus on the solution and move forward and just keep going. But in the midst of that, allow ourselves to feel. There is power and vulnerability There is power in being authentic, not only when you're on a stage, but even when you're in those quiet, darkest moments by yourself. There is power in that. And we just need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be able to allow ourselves the space. Even if you can't find a safe space, make your own safe space. Think about what are the things or where are the places where you feel the safest. Go there. Have a conversation with God. Have a conversation with yourself. Before I end this episode, I want to tell you this last story about how God checked me and told me. This was, I want to say this was probably one of the very first moments within the past See, that's the moment when you, that's, that's it right there. When you, this is how I 
and this is also too, again, valid, no shade to people who are older than me, but these are the moments where I'm like, I know you felt it too, where I'm like, well, I have to start thinking about how many years it's been and them years start creeping up into like the double digits or over five years. It just makes you feel, it even reinforces the fact that, dang, time has moved fast, honey. But I want to say this is one of the beginning moments in the past six years where I realized God was really telling me, like, you need to trust me more. Stop trusting what your eyes can see, but trust what your mind and your heart and your spirit believes and stop trying to control everything, right? So at one of my previous employments, um, we had security. I had a situationship with said security guard, right? Said security guard kept telling me that he wasn't having an actual relationship, that he wasn't in an actual relationship. And my spirit and my gut and everything was telling me like, I think homeboy is lying. I could swear he was lying, but I was trying to just lean and I was seeing it with my own eyes, but I was like, no, 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 no. I wanted to stay in denial. And and at the time I was not really loving myself. And I think that, no, I think I know in that moment I was in a space where I was just like, oh my God, he picked me. Someone picked me. All the whole time I was being made a fool of. Right. So I was having a conversation with a coworker. We were at B-dubs and we were talking about it and I was telling him everything was happening with said situationship. And I was just like, I don't talk to the homeboy no more. He just randomly hits me up. Why he randomly hits me up and think that's, and think that's okay. I don't know, but I don't engage anymore. He was just like, you know, he had a, a girlfriend the whole time, right? When I tell y'all in that moment where I felt God just, plucked me in the back of my head was just like look little girl I don't know what else I can tell you what else I can show you that tells you that bruh you were right the whole time and here was here was the takeaway I felt God tell me I give you intuition for for a reason. Women's intuition is just not like some mythical thing. Like it's real. But for me, this is what he told me. I give you intuition for a reason. You felt it with every fiber of your being, your instinct, your intuition, everything that he was lying to you, that you can trust him. Yet you chose to believe this fool anyway and engage in nonsense and then still get your feelings hurt. But if you can't, even trust yourself. How can you truly say that you trust me when I am within you? I am the reason you have that instinct. I am the reason that you have these feelings and you can see things before they happen sometimes, not on some Raven stuff, but in another way, which we'll talk about another time. But I am the reason that you feel all of these things and you knew it. But if I am, how can you say you truly trust me when I'm within you? And I told you this the first time when it was really your own voice. Yes, if you listen back to it, rewind it for a moment, it makes sense. But how can you truly say you trust me when you don't even trust yourself? Ciao. If that wasn't a message, if it wasn't a message, if it wasn't a message, there are moments 
in my life where I think about why did I not listen to myself? Like really my voice. And I realized that I was still allowing that old voice that wasn't even mine become my own and become my worst enemy in my head where I wasn't going forward. So God had to show up again, show up and show out and tell me God speaks to everyone in a different way, but this is how he speaks to me. And this is what he said yet again. Look, child, I don't know how else I'm going to tell you or what I'm going to tell you or what I got to do to show you that you are meant for every single thing that I have for you. But you're going to have to start believing. you really going to have to start believing past what your eyes can see. But you call your crutch faith. But do you really have faith? Because I know that you know how I come in and I show up and show all, all over the place. And I keep saving you all over again and everything that you keep praying. I keep answering these prayers for you and doing the daggone thing. But what else is it going to take for you to believe in yourself? You have not only the evidence. But you know deep down in yourself that you are capable of doing these things that you want to do and that you set out to do. So stop playing with your potential. How dare you have the audacity to not only play with you, but play with me. So get it together. Like ASAP. Let's do it. Stop playing it safe and go for it. So what are we doing now? We're going for it. Because why? Jesus is right. God is right. He can do anything and all things. So now we're betting on Talia. We're betting on TC. I don't want to keep having these moments, even even though I know I don't want to keep having these moments. That's not to say I'm not going to have these moments again, but I don't want God to keep plucking me in the head, especially after I've already learned from these same past mistakes. So If there's a moment where God has set you up, please let me know in the comments. I want to hear about them. I want you guys to stay tuned for more episodes that's coming soon with, I got some extra special guests coming and the fact that we're going to be here every Thursday. If I may skip a Thursday, it may be for health reasons, but we knock, knock are manifesting that that's not going to happen, but you guys are going to hear from some great people. So what I want to leave you with today is stop playing it safe. Stop having the audacity to play with yourself and to play with God and not bet on yourself and have faith in him and trust him and trust yourself and know that you are capable of doing everything it is that you are dreaming about, that you set out to do, that you're planning to do. Life is going to get in the way and the devil is going to come in and test you sometimes, but know that there is nothing that can stop you or to keep you or hold you back from accomplishing what it is that you need to accomplish. Stay on the stay tuned and be on the lookout for more merchandise that's coming up and great things because honey, y'all know my favorite thing is a t-shirt because I just want to be comfortable and a great beat mug, even though that <laughs> I'm just gorgeous already. <laughs> but anyway, be on the lookout for that. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment. Let me know if there's anything in this episode today that you found profound or you connected with. Just let me know. So this has been another wonderful episode of You Heard It Here podcast with me, VTC Heard. Make sure you all have a good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Have a blessed and successful and phenomenal week. Love you. Catch you later.
Happy hello, hello. It's me, VTC Heard, and I'm here to remind you to make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe to my YouTube channel and the podcast, You Heard It Here. You can do it on YouTube and Spotify, so make sure you hit the subscribe button, please, and thank you, because why? You want to hear more content, don't you? Of course you do. You want to hear me? You want to hear the folks I'm going to bring on here? And it's going to be great, so we'll catch you later.